Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This For Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson and I'm from Fine Surveyors and today this is episode number 28 and we are speaking with Vicky or Vic, sorry, sorry Vic, Vicky, Vic Jennings <laughs> from Blue, Bloom Baby Cat. We literally just talked about this, sorry Vic. So Vic, how are you? God, I'm rubbish, good, thank you. I? Yeah, I'm good. Thank <laughs> you for having me on your show. Thank you. No, it's an absolute pleasure. So, tell everyone what your business is called and what you do. Okay, so uh, my business is called Bloom, Bloom Baby Classes, and I'm the founder and director, and we uh, do baby development classes um, across the UK, and we're also in Dubai, and our main focus is on parental well-being, particularly maternal well-being. Um, and our activities in our classes encourage the bond between parents and caregivers and their infants. So that's in a nutshell what we do. Yeah, no, it really is. But what, what got you into this? How long have you been doing it for? So I started my first classes in June 2017. Um, so I've not been doing it that long. Uh, we're in our third year now. Um, and really what, what got me into it was... Um, got three children my youngest um is isla and she's now six so when she was um about to go back to school that would that meant i had you know three in full-time education and i was a stay-at-home mum at the time and i was thinking you know what am i going to do um do i go back to work do i go full-time somewhere do i go to the supermarket and get a job in the supermarket all these things are going around in my head what can i do um, and I'd always, I've got a background in um, early years, childhood development, um, and I've always wanted to kind of be a teacher, but never quite got there. Um, but I've always had this sort of business and quite entrepreneurial, always coming up with different ideas. So um, I just came up with the idea of Bloom and thought, right, okay, this is something I can do. I love singing, even though I'm not very good at it, as my now 11-year-old tells me to stop singing because you're embarrassing mum and you sound awful, which is really nice to hear because uh, I do think I've got quite a nice voice, but obviously not. Um, yeah, that's thrown me. What was I talking about then? Yeah, so I love to sing. Um, I love music, love being around little ones, um, particularly babies because they can't answer you back. Um, and yeah, so um, Bloom bloom bloomed and um, yeah, it's really taken off. The classes are really popular and everyone seems to like them. It's good. That is amazing progression in two, how many years is that? Three years? How, three, yeah, how, have, three years. Yeah, how have you managed that? Was that your intention? Did you have a plan to do that or? Um, yeah, and well, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a bit of a workaholic and um, I love what I do. Uh, I love Bloom. I'm, I loved, when I started doing the classes, just the feedback that we were getting, um, you know, not only with reviews, but messages, personal messages from mums that were saying, you know, so glad that you've created these classes and that we can come and you're so friendly and welcoming and, you know, we've, um, we just feel like we can relax and enjoy our time with our baby get back in other places um, and just you know from postnatal depression um, with my first daughter Anna um, who's I was talking about she's 11 so a long time ago now but um, I, I've been there and I know how difficult it can be having a, a baby whether it's your first or second and you get uh, um, so just started to see that these classes were helping mums even those that don't suffer from 
depression just coming down and, and enjoying the classes and the structure of the classes it just kind of spurred me on to think you know okay this is really popular people are wanting it from outside of the area so I just grew it naturally from there oh that's amazing I um I went back to work when especially my youngest but my my youngest was three weeks old when I went back to work so I didn't get wow, to take really yeah I didn't get to take her to many groups or anything like that and and you know I would have loved for there to be something that I could have enjoyed with her because everything I mean we were yeah. I think we were living in Sheffield at the time yeah we were living in Sheffield at the time when she was a tiny baby and there wasn't there wasn't much advertised that, that I felt like was accessible to us for us to be able to mm. go to so it's it's yeah. great that you've got kind of groups that are encouraging people to get out there so yeah, yeah. is it all about singing what kind of group is it no it's, there's lots of things going on there's um it's sensory class there's lots of different activities and each activity that we do have um, a benefit for parent as well as baby so it's not just you know obviously it's it's about baby's development and we're encouraging their natural development through our activities all our classes are to music but we do different things we dance with babies um we, we get up and we do a little dance and um, we do exercises to help the development all to music um, and encourages growth and fine motor skills but the aim when I created it was it was it was more you know it's great for the babies but each activity has to have a benefit for the parent as well and they really enjoy it you know um, getting them dancing getting dads in involved and grandparents and they come and they realize they've got to dance you know they, it's great watching the faces but they enjoy it which is the main thing um, so yeah yeah, my my um, eldest, she's 12 now, nearly 13, and she loved going to any all the groups and stuff. I got to do a lot more, more with her because I was off work for maybe six months with her, I think. And I got to take her to all the baby groups and the sensory ones were definitely her favourite. I've got some epic pictures of her in messy play situations and stuff like that. So yeah. it's definitely, yeah, beneficial. And, and you know, my ex-husband, he loved taking her to all of those groups. It was it was amazing. So it's good that it, you're encouraging men and grandparents and everything yeah. to get in there. Yeah. So what made you go down yeah. the franchise route then? So um, we were growing quite quickly. Um, and it was a case of, do I get employed teachers across the UK and then, you know, get equipment for them? And then how do I manage that on a, you know, on a growing scale? Is that really something that I could do? Um, and then I just looked at, I've got a business background, so I've always had a kind of an idea of, of how, how things would work. So I thought, right, okay, this, this is something potentially that could work for us. So I just put the feelers out um, before I you know, went to any consultant or anything to find out how to do it properly. Just put the feelers out on our main page, you know, that this is a, a potential opportunity. We got lots of, lots of inquiries, so I knew, yeah, okay, this is maybe something that people would want to do. And it is, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's difficult for mums when they've, when they've had a career and they've got little ones. A lot of them don't want to go back to work. And this is providing something um, flexible um, for, for women and for men as well. We don't have any male franchisees. I'd like one if anyone wants to buy one. Um, that would yeah, be amazing. A, I think yeah, men yeah, need to get involved in in. Uh, the de de developmental stage of, of raising children because I remember my eldest daughter she had a male um, nursery school teacher and she adored him like adored him because he just gave 
something else that the women couldn't give like they she got the nurturing and all of that from from the women and stuff but the there was something else that she got from them that was amazing so I would love for men to get more involved in those early years yeah definitely um yeah it would be good um we've uh, I've, put, I've always put a little advert out any any men uh of joining you know but uh, we'll see what happens that will be good so what's the grand plan for bloom then are you gonna you know take over the world as my uh, the thing that I say about my business all the time is, you know, when they ask me what's the plan, I'm like, world domination. You know, is mm-hmm. is your mm-hmm. plan world domination? Um, yeah, yeah. Anyone who knows me would probably say yes. I mean, I'm I'm quite proud of where we are now. I'd like to see Bloom across all across the UK. We're, we're in Dubai. That was that's pretty good. Um, and I'd love to be in other countries. And it, it you know it would work in in other countries as well. I'd like to be in Canada and Australia. You know, even Singapore, there's lots of countries with lots of expats that it would work really well. Um, so, yeah, that, if I'm being honest, is my plan. And that's how I'd like to see the brand grow. Um, so, yeah, 2020 I've, uh, is, 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 a, is a, where I'd like to really grow across the UK. So, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Well, I mean, it, it is what you say it's going to be. If you say that you're going to have, you know world's domination then that's what you're going to have it's just when not if so how many franchisees do you have now so we've got 25 at the moment um nearly all of those will be going live by the end of february so there'll be 25 franchises live in the uk and one in dubai um and we have a couple of people joining us later on in the year um as well in in the next quarter of a month or so so we'll be nearer sort of 30 in a couple of months which is good so um yeah ideally by the my, my ideal number by the end of the year would be about 40 be about 40 franchises that's my goal in my head um so we'll see how that goes but um yeah it's it's lovely just seeing um our franchisees grow as well themselves and you know they're really enjoying what they're doing and the feedback when you see the feedback from mums attending their classes and it's something that I've created it's quite um it's a bit weird um but it's it's good at the same time so uh, and they're, they're really enjoying it which is the main thing so it's going well it's exciting building a business isn't it because it's like raising a child you don't know where it's going to go you don't know how yeah. it's going to end up but you just keep having to push it forward and making it amazing yeah, yeah. so you said yeah. about the Dubai franchise quite a few times mm-hmm. how did that come about did they approach you yeah I think she saw um, an ad that I that I had running and um, just appeared on Google and she just inquired um, and we just took it from there that was like last summer time so she started her classes um, in just after just after Christmas in January um, so she's still building her classes up and building up awareness but they're, they're enjoying it and the feedback's coming back really good um, and she's enjoying it as well which is the main thing um, you know it's given her that flexibility she's got a little girl and she can do these classes while her daughter's in nursery so it just fits in perfectly with with her lifestyle so that's what's good but uh, it's great I went across in November and just to deliver the classes in Dubai because there were so many different people from all across the world you know there were um, French you know Germans just uh, multicultural um, enjoying the classes which 
I was thinking, how is this going to go down? You know, are they going to hear the music and think, oh, what's what's going on with this class? But um, it was really interesting to see that it worked really well um, and they all enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, good luck to, she's called React in Dubai and, uh, yeah, she's, she's a great class leader. So I think she'll do very well. Oh, that sounds brilliant. How are you going to combat the whole language barrier? Or, or I always think that music kind of straddles all languages, especially English music, actually. Yeah. I think yeah. it straddles all kind of um, languages. So is that is that how you're going to translate it over? Yeah, I think it's... Um, we're pretty lucky, aren't we, to... Um, have to be English and have the English music so it works quite well um, and there's always you know there's lots of countries over there that that we really like you know follow English music and I think if you listen to it you can get it on iTunes and Spotify and all those um, it's not your typical kids music because I didn't want that you know there's some really awful children's music yes. out there yes there is really yeah. awful music and I really didn't want that and I think we've we've got something quite special and it's uh, parents are liking it and they're playing it in the car. I mean, I know you pe- do play things that you don't particularly like in the car, but I do believe that when they say, we love the album and we're listening to it at home and, you know, it's settled baby. So um, we've done well with our, with our music. So quite pleased with that. Um, you have to listen to it. Put it, on, put, it, put it on the car to work. There's- I think that one like of it. the only yeah one of the only good things about my kids now being eleven and twelve is that I don't have to listen to what I can only describe as the psychopathic music that is on children's TV because it gets it yeah. goes deep into your soul when you can still hum the Ben and Holly tune two three hours yeah. after you turned it off yeah yeah <laughs> completely completely. Uh, mine are all a bit, oh, getting a bit older now, so yeah, their um, their music is is changing. But they still like on the blue music as well, which is quite cute. And Good. they actually appear on the on the one of the songs they're singing along as well. Um, they uh, did some singing on it on the album, which was really nice as well. Which I'm going to haul them with on their 18th and 21st. Hell yes, you you're definitely my ultimate, type of parent. Ultimate comeback and revenge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, completely. So now that your kids are getting older, how do you see mm-hmm. Bloom's progression for you? How do you see your progression for you? Because you'll be transitioning out of those baby uh, years personally, mm-hmm. but will still be planted in that professionally. Do you see something coming for older children or are you just going to fill that void personally for you? Um, I don't see anything for older children really just for, for babies I obviously um, still still need to be involved in the classes to see how things work and you know I never want it to be one of these classes that you know in five years time we're still doing the same activities and still the same thing and you know parents don't want that they, they, they want to come back they, we've got mums coming back now and they can see differences and we've got different music and we're different different songs so it's always something you've got to evolve the brand you've got to keep it fresh you've got to keep adding things um i don't ever want it to be you know the same old same old that's really dated so the only way i can do that really i'm not having another baby (laughs) 
absolutely not. So <laughs> oh, it's easier for me to just do more. classes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just no. easy for me to um, uh, be around the classes and to just see and get feedback from the people who are delivering it really and, and just make changes. We've already added three new songs and activities and that's just in the space of a year since we've had our last album made. So it's something I'm always going to continually putting back into the business and, and, and creating new things and, and giving value to the franchisees and to our mums who attend. So when they come back with a second child, it's not, oh gosh, we're doing exactly the same thing as we did three years ago. Because I don't think anyone wants that. No, no, I mean, that's that's essentially why you watch um, Ben and Holly and Peppa Pig, yeah, and, Peppa Pig. What, and whatever <laughs> other awful ones are about at the minute. Although I did really like Ben and Holly, sorry. Yeah. But it was one of my faves. Um, so that sounds like a lot of work. What team do you have behind you mm. to get all of that mm. happening? Team. Um, my team is, um, I always refer to Bloom as us. And it's me, and that is it at the moment. I, ha- I do have. I've, we've just literally just taken on a good friend, um, Kelly, who'll be watching, and she's she's done a lot of photography. Hi, she's Kelly. Done a lot of my vid- yeah, hope she better have been watching. Um, yeah, Kelly, she's stop. done. A- <laughs> Where are you? She's done a lot of our photography and and helped me progress with Bloom on the branding side. So she's doing a lot of our social media for us and creating lots of really good content for that. Um, my husband does help me a lot as well in things that I'm really not good at, which is anything that requires any organisation or admin or accountancy or anything like that. You know, I'm good at just coming up with ideas and um, growing things and, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I in our between business... Between the three of us. Yeah, in our business, I'm you. So I'm the ideas girl. Yeah. Constant. Yeah. I send... Um, so I've got a business partner, Claire, and I send her this the same line every day, several times a day. I've got a new idea and then a light bulb and I just wait for her to reply. And it's, you know, and the, the reply is always a classic, like, oh, for the love of God, what now? What is it now? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. tell me or I'm listening or whatever. And I just, because... I'm like you, I've just constantly never stopped thinking. Yeah, no. And I need no. that person to then make it Bounce sensible off. and yeah. normal and yeah. make it, yeah, exactly, a good idea, a rounded idea, as I call yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't know how. Yeah, that's... I don't know how you're doing it all on your. I mean, you've, you've obviously got Kelly. Did you say Kelly with you now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is helpful, but I don't know how you've got to where you are without a kind of team so what's the grand plan for your team the grand plan for my team is um going forward you know if i'm going to take it nationally we go globally i'm going to need a lot more support so i'll need some admin kind of support hopefully you know we'll be able to um my husband help a little bit more and you know we we sort of grow it together um I don't know because I've never been a franchise. I've never done this before. I've never been a franchisor before. I don't know. You know, I'm just taking it step by step, um, and I just shout for help when I need it, really. But um, you know, I love I love what I do, and I am obsessed with it. But I think you have to be if you've got a business and you want it to be a success, you've got to be obsessed with it. Um, and when you're not obsessed with it, then you're it, it doesn't become a success in, in my eyes because I can see you know particularly over the last summer you know when, when 
when things are quiet and you're sort of trying to do other things and you take your you know your mind off things you just for me it, it really throws me so I like my repetition you know I like doing things and every day and just having my plan I'm a planner I write everything down I don't do things electronically which my husband drives drives him mad I like to write notes and I'm just thinking about it I've gone, I've I wake gone up back in the middle of the night and it's I've, it's better. Yeah, I've gone back to having a notepad because I mind. It clears yeah. your mind. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All the words go into onto paper, and then they've left my head, and then I can organise them. So yeah, I've gone back. I've yeah. gone back. To paper. Yeah, completely. I I think I feel really do feel that every week writing down a plan of things of like a a weekly plan of what you want to to achieve in that week, a monthly plan of what you want to achieve in that week. I do it three months and I do it by the year. Um, putting sticky notes everywhere of where you vision visualize, visualize things in like a year's time, in a year's time I want this. And it's just, and staying positive and all that. I'm a big believer in all this mindset mindset stuff. I've read loads of books on it. I find it really fascinating and I do think it works. So, yeah, uh, do, you, I am do you follow Rachel Hollis? No, no, I've not heard of Rachel yeah. Hollis. Yeah, add her, add her to your list. Okay. Yeah, because I do the, um, oh God, I'm going to get it wrong now, but start today. I do the start today journal every day. And I start with five things that I'm grateful for and I, and not the great, mm-hmm. so I've done great uh, gratitude journals for a long time. And I was always taught to list the things that I'm grateful for. But on the Rachel Hollis um, way of doing it, it's list the things that have happened that you are grateful that have happened literally within that 24-hour period like if my youngest daughter climbs into bed with me and gives me a big bear hug if uh there's no red lights on the way into the office if i you know go for a run and don't manage to get stuck in storm kiara like i did on bloody monday it you know all of those things and list them very specifically oh don't honestly i've been out for a run today as well i look awful but and I feel awful because it was very hard run, but it's good for me, and I will continue. <laughs> but um, stay positive. So, yeah, exactly. I've got to stay positive. I'm so tired. Um, so I list the five things that I'm grateful for. Then I list the ten things that are in my ten-year plan or part of my ten-year plan. But I list them yeah. as if they've already happened. So yeah, yeah if I've got some like I've got a wild dream that I'm going to um, present my own TV show within the next 10 years and people say to me oh you know that could happen next year and I'm like it's within the next 10 years within the next 10 years I will have my own TV show it'll be like Phil and Kirsty's location 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 except it'll be for commercial property and I will host it with my own Phil I don't know who my Phil will be I haven't met him yet but I'll figure that out (laughs) along the way but, it, but, I, but I write that down and say, mm. I am hosting my own TV show. And I say that to myself yeah. every day yeah. because it makes yeah. it true. That's what's going to happen. So yeah. follow, anyway, you look it up later. It's, it's such true. a good exercise. Yeah, I will look, I'll look her up. But I, there was something similar that I read over the summer last year. And it said, um, you know, visualize, sorry, my dog at the door. Visualize, you know, this this plan or this this goal that you want, and close your eyes and even smell it. So, like, if it's you know, I want to be, 
they have a franchise like for me franchise in Dubai imagine you're on that beach and you're and visualize it all and it all helps apparently with with it coming true I don't know I think it's just it's it's your mindset and it's staying positive and not being negative about things I do preach that a little bit in our franchise support group I was like stay positive happy Monday good vibes but I think it, it does work it helps it's helped me anyway massively Oh, 100%. I think running a business is hard and I run lots of businesses. So there's lots of hard things all happening all at the same time. And I ha- and I always stay, I mean, don't get me wrong, I have down days and, and maybe we'll touch mm, on that as well because yeah. people need to know how realistic life is when you're running a business. Yeah. And I have like down days where I'm like, oh my God, it's so overwhelming and there's so much going on. Hence why I do a podcast where I'm drinking wine all the time. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, and you're drinking wine as well so that's amazing mm. uh, and actually that's a good point people always tell me off for not saying what I'm drinking anymore because I forget oh so yeah I'm drink- what are you having I'm drinking Malbec tonight it's very nice and I forgot to send Vic um, her parcel it's sitting on my kitchen table because I've just been useless since since Christmas I've just been terrible at sending things out so anyone who's coming on the podcast I will get better I promise but I'm just tired and overwhelmed and there's so much going on but anyway running a business is just Mm. endless and always something to do Mm. so how do you combat that how do you combat the overwhelm how do you keep positive because I'm very positive as well so how do you do that I think every now and then you have to take a bit of a break um not last weekend weekend before I went down to London um with my good friend and you know it was just a, a, a just switch off try not to look at my phone um just little things you know like at night I'm like quite a habitual type of person you know I'll do my cream and you know I'll just try and relax and stuff writing stuff down just um self-care really and talking as well so sometimes you know some evenings my husband will just get a real blasting of what's happened and but you need to get get it off your chest um, and I think if you've just got supportive people around you, you you know, you're okay. And you've got to realise that you've got to admit you're not a superwoman, you're not a super mum, you know, how many hats am I trying to wear? Um, you know, but I'm, I'm trying to do it for, sorry, that keeps beeping, you can hear a beeping noise. Um, I cannot. It's just staying true, you're not hearing anything, that's okay. Um, staying true, really, and just, um, you know, my husband's great for that. Um, but I would say, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to actually, um, you know, get another little break later on in my friend. Um, but it does help. It really does help. And spending time with women as well, like, you know, going away with my mum and just having that female, you know, bounce off, that kind of thing. It does help. So I found that quite useful a couple of weeks ago. Um, but it is just realising, you know, OK, this has happened. It's not great. But if you dwell on it, what what good is that going to do? It's just, I just have to stay positive, try and stay positive. I don't know, there's yeah, no I, perfect answer to it. So just, it's just, a, just a, a thing that you just go through. Yeah, I've got a mantra that I try to stick with with the business and with my um, marriage and with everything, with the kids and everything. But if there's something that, I, that I'm not going to care about in five years' time, then I'm not allowed to spend more than five minutes dwelling on it yeah so whenever that's good yeah whenever something is disastrous in business that's not going to be disastrous in five years time 
so I can't spend more than five minutes thinking about it and whenever my husband does something completely shitty am I going to care about that in five years time no then I'm not allowed to spend more than five minutes I mean I might give him hell for that whole five minutes but after that like it's done the kids have spilled you know something on the floor am I going to care in five years time no am I like allowed to you know can I shout at them for the whole five minutes yes after that done you know and that's what I try to do because with if not my life's moves so fast I can't spend every moment caring about every single thing that happens so I have to move on like just move on but yeah you do also also with being so busy all the time like you having grand plans constantly moving the the overwhelm hits you and knowing when to say Mm. today's done like, I don't care if it's 9.05, yeah. I don't care if it's, you know, 11pm, today is done. I can't do any more, yeah. I'm not doing any more. Yeah. Like, shut down for the day. But the next day I have to wake up and I have to start all over again. I'm not allowed yeah. to dwell the next day either. No, yeah. no, it's just being aware of that, isn't it? And because you don't, no one wants to make themselves poorly because then you're no good to anyone, are you? Um, I always think, you know, if something bad happens or, you know, something doesn't go the way you want it to go, there's always a lesson to be learned from it, isn't there? And it's right, okay, take that as the positive. I've learned that this, so next time I won't do that, or next time I'll make sure X, Y, Z, and that's just how to be, and then just forget about it. I used to be such a dweller and, oh, you know, such a worrier, and it, it didn't help, didn't get me anywhere um, then. So, you know, I just try and take that forward. But that is good advice, definitely. Um, yeah. So it's not, worth, no, not I, worth it. I've never been a massive dweller, but whenever I do, there has to be a time scale on it. I have to, I have to stop. It, you know, whether or not I let myself have the whole day, yeah. or whether I let myself have a, an hour, the next day I have to start all over yeah. again, as if world domination is going to happen tomorrow. And that's just how it is. So, if you were to start all over again, would you change anything? Mm. Would I change anything? Um, hmm. Not really. Maybe, um, you know, I've learned a lot. Um, I've, you know, probably change a few people who I could have, you know, who I thought I could trust, that kind of thing. But I think that's quite um, quite common with anyone who starts a business, that kind of thing. There's a whole load of learning curves, but like I said, don't really dwell on them. Probably wouldn't change too much, no, because it's, it's, it really makes me happy what I do. I really enjoy it. And, um, you know, I've suffered um, really badly in the past with depression and, you know, had days where I didn't want to go out of the house, didn't go out of the house, you know, just became a bit of a recluse. And I have a focus now and it really, really gives me a focus and I enjoy that focus and I thrive off it. So, um, no, I wouldn't regret anything at all and I wouldn't change anything. Is it got... Is- is the reason you wouldn't change anything not because it's all become perfect or all been perfect the whole way but that it's been part of the journey yeah I wouldn't say it's all been perfect either you know I've learned lots of um, I've, I've learned lots of mistakes and I've you know changed things as I've gone um, but um, it's it's made me a lot more of a stronger person it's given me a lot more confidence in myself which I think it does when you when you've got your own business doesn't it it, you know I've proved to myself that I can do something um, I've surprised people surprised myself and I've made most importantly I've made 
my children really proud, I think. They like seeing what I do, they love what I do, they want to be involved in it. They, Isla calls it a fran- uh, my franchises a franchise, and she wants her own franchise cheeses when she's older, which is great because we all love cheese. Um, so, yeah, it's a massive just, fan of cheese. I'm quite happy to yeah. have a franchise. Yeah, a franchise. It's good, isn't it? I like that. I like that. So, yeah, so it's, um, it's I, I wouldn't change too much. No, that's great. So, um, how does everyone get in touch with you then? If somebody wants to be a franchise, how do they find you? Um, they can go on our website, bloombabyclasses.com, um, and there's a little box that they can fill the details out, and I'll message them back, I'll email them back. Um, there's a contact us form on there, or they can go on the main Facebook page, which is at Bloom Classes. And um, it's usually, well, it will be me messaging back. It's not us, it's not a department, it's me. Um, so if they want to find out more, I can send a prospectus out, that kind of thing. That's awesome. But you're also on Instagram as well, aren't you? Because that's where yes, we found yeah. you. Yeah, I know. And I should use that more. It's like Instagram. I think I'm just getting a bit old. It's all these hashtags and things I need to be doing that daily I'm, I'm really good with, with Facebook I love Facebook but it's all moving over to Instagram isn't it so it's at bloom classes on Instagram and I probably will take a little bit longer to get back to you on that one <laughs> well I'm full on going to tell you off then because Instagram has moved on as well and mm. are you are you on TikTok Do, my daughters are on TikTok I can't go I can't do TikTok you have to get on there. You have to get on there. It's the future, isn't it? It's the future. Yeah. You have to do like dances and stuff on there because that's what they do. I am. I am not doing a dance. That's not happening. Like my my daughter tried to teach me one dance, and I was, you know, borderline ready to give up on life, and just thought, (laughs) no. How about I just be me? So I'm very much me on TikTok. But the worst thing about TikTok is that I did... So we, we, we're we quite an active family. My husband, he's a golf pro. I run a lot and I do, you know, lots of other different things. And anyway, we're on a family walk and everything. The girls were TikToking, you know, all these wavy hands at the corner of my face. And yeah, I got my phone yeah. out and, I, and my husband was like joking around. And I got my phone out to record him and he didn't, you know, continue the performance. So I recorded him saying, oh, come on, baby, do me a dance. And he turned around and he said, such a weirdo. And I put that on TikTok and it has 57,000 views (laughs) of my husband (laughs) calling me a weirdo. Weirdo. (laughs) Just just (laughs) insane. Exactly. But, I mean, it's all really good fun and I don't have to do crazy dances. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a try. It might take me a while to. I'll, I'll I can get my eleven-year-old to teach me how to use it. How bad is that? Oh. Well, I do the same. I, I literally had to do the same. I just watched and watched and watched and thought, well, I'm not doing any of that shit, and just went and did whatever <laughs> I wanted to do, and that's just what I do now. Might do. I'll check you out. out. Somebody doing. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. The duets. The duets. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those. Those look good. We could do a do a duet. You could hear. Me. I could, could actually sing. I, can I actually sing? See, that. and this, and we have the same problem. So I think I can sing, um, and other people say I can sing. My husband says I sound like I'm killing myself, and my daughter yeah, sound, says I sound like I'm killing myself. Wrong. Utterly wrong. There's obviously 
a hearing problem within the family, isn't there? They need to get yeah. the hearing checked. Yeah, we sound like absolute angels. <laughs> and they're deluding themselves completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we are coming to the end of our podcast and I end all podcasts with the eight mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I make that very clear with everyone all the time. Less so on this podcast, actually. It's been a very civil podcast, this one. But I also love Eminem and I love the eight mile and he does his rap battles by saying all the worst things about him. Um, he's white, skinny, lives in a trailer and everything like that so his opponent can't ever say anything back to him so Vic what are the worst things about you? <gasps> the worst things about me um, I shout a lot I do shout um, uh, I lose my patience quite a lot you know over little things like crumbs on the counter and stuff and I can be quite moody in the morning quite moody um yeah just generally if it comes down to my house and the state of my house I'm a bit of a grump and I'm a bit of a moaner and yeah I give my family a hard time about the state of my house because it's all their fault it's not my fault it's their fault so yeah I'm quite guilty of that yeah yeah, you, you might be a sister from another mister because I'm exactly like that. Really? Yeah, it just... I currently, I currently live in a building site, hence the pink wallpaper and everything like that because we're rebuilding the house so everything is a mess and it drives me mm. utterly insane. Mm. But you have, mm. you'll have to implement the whole five-minute rule. If, if you're not going to care in five years, then you can't spend more than five minutes. I think I will still care in five years though. That's the problem. I think I will. It just <laughs> then I drives I me just mad. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, I'm beyond help. Yeah, I just don't do a mess. Just drives me mad. And the older they're getting, the more mess they're creating. Yeah, they're so awful. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah completely awful. Just, yeah. The, the bedrooms are minging. It's horrible. Awful. Oh, don't know how they can sleep with so much stuff and lego in the bed why can you how can you sleep with lego in the bed yeah my my kids wouldn't care wouldn't care at all no yeah disgusting yeah completely disgusting crisp crumbs crisp crumbs and yeah well kids kids are vile in in general i always say i don't like kids i'm not even fond of my own i mean i I love them to bits but geez all of that all of that part of, of kids is just gross just they're just gross yeah they oh, are well what a way to end a podcast well thank you so much for being on as thank always, you for having me anyone... no no i've loved it um as always if anyone wants to be on the podcast please contact us at uh, info at find-surveyors.co.uk and if you want to sponsor us you can email us at the same address and we have a new group as well uk salon owners so find us on facebook and join our new group okay thanks for watching bye <laughs>